0: Welcome to the Coffee in the Barn. I'm Casey Bradley, President and Founder of the Sunswine Group. If you are thinking about entering, changing, advancing, or reinventing your career in the animal science industry, we are here to help you succeed. In each episode, we will cover a variety of topics surrounding work, life, and professional development, leveraging my 20-plus years as a global leader within the livestock industry and my ever-growing professional network to interview other leading professionals. We couldn't do this without our sponsors, NutriQuest, IFF, and Continental Search. Reach out to us on our social media platforms or visit the Sunswinegroup.com and subscribe now not to miss another episode. Welcome back to season two. Today, I'll be interviewing Caitlin Zemer with Lando Lakes. She is also a member of our Coffee and Careers and Animal Science committee. Welcome, Caitlin.
1: Thanks for having me. Would
0: you mind you. introducing yourself a little bit and telling the audience a little bit about your background and what you do today?
1: Yeah. So, as you mentioned, my name is Caitlin Zemer. Um, I originally grew up in Northeast Wisconsin, um, around Green Bay. So I was involved in 4-H and FFA and those kinds of things and primarily focused on dairy cattle because that's what's in Northeast Wisconsin. But I did work with and had some show pigs for the county fair. So that's how I kind of got my interest in the swine industry. Got my bachelor's degree from the University of Wisconsin-River Falls uh, and with a degree in animal science. And then I moved on to South Dakota State where I got my master's degree under the direction of Dr. Chris and so today I work for Purina Animal Nutrition, a subdivision of Land Lakes, as a swine nutritionist and formulator. And so I'm really supporting our team within Iowa and the greater Midwest, I guess, working with customers and making sure that they get formulations out to our uh, co-op dealers and then our producers in a timely fashion.
0: Well, awesome. So growing up in Wisconsin
1: with a lot of dairy cattle, what did you want to do when you grew up? Like, what did you want to be? I actually wanted to be a lot of different things. I don't think I was one of those kids that had a set end goal. So like one year I wanted to be a teacher. The next year I wanted to be a vet, wanted to be a doctor. In high school, I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon because I had knee surgery. um, And I thought that was really cool. And then during my physical therapy, I was like, oh, maybe I should be a physical therapist. So I really just kind of had multiple different ideas in my head, but nothing really was like, this is what I'm going to do as a kid. But you came back to the animal world, obviously. Yeah, so actually my college career was a little bit different. I started out at UW-La Crosse for my first semester, and I was interested in pursuing a pre-physician assistant position because at that time I was still really interested in orthopedic surgery and those kinds of things. And then I got through one semester and I was like, this is not, no, I don't like this campus, I don't like what I'm doing here. And I transferred back home and did a semester of general education at UWGB before then going back to River Falls for my sophomore year. So in that first year, I really kind of realized that I did not want to do anything with human health and that I wanted to be in agriculture. And so that's how I ended up at River Falls.
0: That's a good story, even if we have even younger people than just college listening, because it's okay not to know what you want to be when you grow up. I tell everybody all the time, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, and I'm still, you know, over forty now. So, <laughs> so since you graduated from your master's degree at South Dakota State, you've had a few few different roles. Kind of walk us through the roles and kind of why you made those changes throughout your career so far.
1: Yeah. So right after my master's program, um, I accepted a position at Iowa State as a lecturer within their animal science program, and so that was really a great opportunity because. I really enjoyed my teaching assistant position at South Dakota State and getting involved with underclass undergraduates, freshman, sophomore, working with them in labs and those kinds of things. And so I wanted to explore that opportunity to teach in a larger setting and at a pristine university like Iowa State. So I taught animal handling class, career prep and animal science, and I developed a nutrition class that kind of encompasses nutrition and then feeds and feeding together, so for some of those other majors that don't necessarily need the full blown science side of animal nutrition, just kind of get the basics of those. That was during the year of 2020. So if anybody knows what 2020 was, it was the pandemic. So I got three months of in-person teaching before everything kind of went online. And so that was a very difficult shift in those kinds of things, but um, learned a lot about teaching and learned that maybe teaching was not my favorite thing. Following that, I took a position with Lynch Livestock at their Spillbill Feed Mill, and I worked as a nutrition specialist. Um, so there I worked with the formulations and making sure that feed tags were accurate, kind of did a lot of the FSMA stuff, uh, making sure that quality was up to par at their feed mills. And then after that, I transitioned into my position here at Purina. Well, awesome.
0: So throughout your career, you wanted to be a teacher. You had some influence by having a te- teaching assistantship. Who mentored or influenced your career decisions?
1: You know, I can't really pinpoint one specific person. I did have a lot of people that told me that I could never make it in ag. um, And that ag was not necessarily a place that you couldn't have a fulfilling career. And so I took that as a, I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to do it for me because I enjoy it. Kind of took that and ran with it. And then also when I was in undergrad, a few of my professors were kind of there to mentor and show support for graduate school. And so Dr. Justin Luther and Dr. Sierra Howery at River Falls kind of really opened those doors and provided the opportunity and just kind of guidance of what grad school had to offer. You know, neither of them were swine related, but they still had really good um, insight on grad school and professional careers. It's really cool. But well, what really pushed you into pigs versus dairy cattle? I would say more of the simple stomach versus the ruminant stomach. Uh, <laughs> I guess I just like, like pigs more than I like dairy cattle. I like them both equally, but yeah, pigs just kind of tugged at my heartstrings a little bit more. Really cool. So based
0: on your career so far, would you go back and do anything or change anything differently? I
1: think if there was anything that I would change, it would be within my undergraduate career. Um, I didn't necessarily take opportunities to go into internships over the summer. I chose the easy way out, I call it, to go back home and live with my parents, rent free and worked at just some other jobs to bring in some income and that kind of thing. Looking back, I wish I would have, you know, spent more time and maybe exploring dairy cattle versus swine and looking at those kinds of things. But I still, it was still a good experience now. And then in my career, early career, I don't think I would change anything because I'm really grateful for the different avenues that my career has taken because, a lot of times people are think it's just a straight road to where you want to go, but really you have to take opportunities to get where you want to go. Awesome. So what is your dream job? Because you got a lot of years left in your career. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I really like working with pigs and really like working with our producers. So I like to stay in this, this job and working with, you know, I like to show the economics of where things are and where they've been, where they're going, those kinds of things. So cool. Well, obviously... Things doesn't haven't sounded like
0: a perfect rosy picture in the yellow brick path. What were some hard lessons you've learned in your career and, and what have you had to sacrifice or compromise on?
1: Yeah, I guess one of the big things is, like I mentioned, the winding road, taking opportunities to get where you want to go. Again, you can't just take one position and expect it to be there and fulfill you forever. Maybe you can, but in my case, that, that was not the case. So willing to take opportunities. And then another sacrifice, I think, that I've had to make in my career is I did choose pigs over dairy cattle. When I think about location, there's no pigs in Wisconsin. So I had to make that sacrifice to be, you know, away from my family and those kinds of things. And now I'm here in Iowa and I love it. I just wish I didn't have to drive so far to see my family all the time. But it's kind of, I chose my career and that's that's what I did. So I had to make those sacrifices and move forward. What are some problems
0: that you've had or issues? I don't know if you have, but I'm curious on work-life balance. That's a big topic we've talked about in the past, you and I, and and how do you work through that? How do you get that balance? Like you said, I wish I could go see my family more. We work in ag. It's 24-7, 365. You know, you get the emergency phone calls and stuff. How do you balance that with your type of position?
1: You know, I'm really thankful to work in a position where I can lean on others and, you know, have that support from others in my team to be like, for example, a month and a half ago, my grandma passed away and I needed to rush home and those kinds of things. So it was really nice to kind of have the team just be like, don't worry about it. I got it. If you need anything, just let us know. You know, I had a little bit of catching up to do when I got back, but it was still really nice to kind of push that aside and um, have those support from the team members. But On the other side, it's difficult day to day because some days I'm on the road traveling and some days I'm here at home. I'm just working away. So really managing your time and setting your priorities. So closing my office door at a certain point in the day and just being done for the day, like taking a step back and taking a walk with the dog, getting a workout in, those kinds of things are important to me. So being able to shut my door and leave it for the rest of the day. I'm also really involved with Sigma Alpha on the national level. So having those opportunities within my professional life, I guess Land Lakes is very allowing and professional development opportunities. And they're really flexible with me if I have to go on a chapter visit or do some mentoring with some of my chapters. What is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self if you could? I think I would go back to the internship and taking mm-hmm. those opportunities you know, there was a lot of opportunities there and I just didn't step out of my comfort zone and take the opportunities when they were there. Really step out of your comfort zone and get all the experiences that you can.
0: And launching off
1: on that, do you
0: have any professional mentors today that are formal or informal?
1: I guess I don't necessarily have anybody. I don't, really like lean on anybody specifically. I guess I ask a lot of questions of my peers and I was with those within my team and those within the swine industry, just that I've met at conferences and those kinds of things. But I, I guess I don't have one specific person that I lean on. So but based on that, um, what's drawn
0: you to serve on the committee for coffee and careers and animal science?
1: Yeah. So I wanted to serve because I really like to provide feedback to our undergraduate students and graduate students alike and just being able to be a face and especially early in my career that to provide opportunities and guidance on challenges and those kinds of things that I've been through and kind of help them uh, throughout their undergraduate careers. Well,
0: cool. What do you expect or what would you like to see the coffee and careers in animal science grow
1: into? Question. There's a lot of opportunities within coffee and careers at the time. So I just like to see more undergraduates get involved and expand that and making sure that they get the contents that they are seeking from our program. And yeah, really making sure that we have the opportunities there for undergraduate students that are interested.
0: And if any managers are listening today, being of the younger workforce, as I would call it. I'm not sure if you're considered a millennial, millennial, but what would be some advice that you would give to senior managers managing younger people coming out in their careers today, like yourself?
1: That's a good question. Well, there's a lot of different people coming out of college now. I mean, there's a lot of people with little experience. If we're talking about the swine industry, there's a lot of people with Little experience inside of a hog barn. You know, just taking time to work with them and train them. If they're willing to learn, that's one of the biggest things today. Like if they're, if someone's willing to learn, we have to give them the opportunity and give them time to get settled and get comfortable. And it might take a little bit longer than we sometimes hope, but really it's getting them experience that they may not have had otherwise. Any last minute thoughts or advice for the audience? Again, I'm just honing in on some of my topics before, but. Just get out of your comfort zone and take opportunities that are presented to you. And it's not just a straight road from point A to B. There's going to be some curves along the road, but they're all beneficial in one way or another. Well,
0: it's a pleasure to have you on there. And for the audience, I've had the opportunity to meet Caitlin back in 2020 when COVID hit and her transition from academia into the industry. So I've been with her a little bit along the road and I've been pretty proud of the decisions you made and the professional you're turning into. So thank you for being on Coffee in the Barn. And don't forget, life is short, so drink your coffee in the barn.
2: We hope you liked this interview. You can listen to this and other episodes on coffeeinthebarn.bushproud.com. We will also like to thank our sponsors, NutriQuest, IFF, and Continental Search. We are grateful for supporting us in this journey. Remember to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Coffee and Careers in Animal Science, and our YouTube channel, Animal Science Office Hours. But before we go, we would like to remind you that we just launched our ebook, which presents a series of tips and advice to improve your networking, presentation, and speaking skills, making you stand out among other professionals. Subscribe to our email list by clicking in the link in the show notes to get your ebook news about future episodes upcoming events programs and more also if you love the songs groups outreach and mission please consider supporting the cause and buy us a coffee the link will be in the show notes as well i promise the money will keep funding our amazing outreach our student extern and new solutions for animal agriculture remember life is short take your coffee in the barn see you next week